0: bottom like a boss want to know more go to ronniewashburn.com now that's r-a-o-n-i washburn.com and find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with bossy power bottom wear The following is brought to you by Bossy Power Bottom Productions. Hey guys, Ronnie Washburn here, and I just wanted to give you a little bit of a reminder before we hop into this week's episode of My Gay Exposé podcast that chances are that 53% of you who are listening to the sound of my voice right here in this moment are probably listening to Apple Podcasts. And if you are, stop what you're doing right now open your phone, go down to the bottom of what you're listening to in this moment and click five stars. Please, please just click five stars. Also, leave a review. And it doesn't even have to be a good review. It could be a bad review. Leave a bad review, but still click five stars. (laughs) So here we sit at this moment as we look across the 8 episode stretch of the finish line to season 2 of My Gay Exposé podcast and just shy of 2 years I look back and reflect on this entire podcast journey and you guys there's been some ups there's been some downs and some price shit that I just never saw coming hit me like a ton of bricks, but also a lot of personal shit that I struggled with behind the scenes that may or may not have made it on the show and written work, social media, all of it. It's just so much work that we all put in to our everyday lives. So recently I've put in a whole hell of a lot of new work that will be spewed out to you and the world in season three of my Gay Exposé podcast moving forward. And I can't wait to share with you just exactly how much hard work that I've been putting in to create what I'd like to call or define as just sheer chaos in only the best of ways. So sit back, relax, relax. Put on that condom or pop your prep pill. And let's find out exactly what I mean by putting in all of this work professionally, socially, uh, physically, mentally, spiritually, and like vocally on this show to create the new version of Ronnie Washburn that you will see debut in season three of my Gay Exposé podcast. You are now listening to My Gay Expose Podcast, a show that unperfectly describes what it's like when life has you fucked in the head while being fucked from behind. I'm Ronnie Washburn, a writer, LGBTQ plus community activist, self proclaimed, messy, loud mouthed, and somewhat semi passable podcast host, Popper Somalier. Porn star fluffer and training, and local San Francisco bossy power bottom that just so happens to be on the left of you on your grinder grid. And this is my gay expose podcast. All right, you guys, listen, I wanted to take this quick time out to ask you. For a huge favor, I need all of you right now in this moment to go over to Apple Podcasts and click five stars. This helps us in the podcast world out so much more than you will ever know. It actually gets us to that trajectory that we're actually already on our way to just a little bit faster, and it makes things start happening. I really just need your help. Please, if you wouldn't mind, just go to Apple Podcasts, click five stars. And if you don't want to click five stars, just, well, keep that click to yourself. (laughs) But you can also rate five stars on Spotify too. So wherever you listen to your podcasts, please, I need your help. Click five stars and allow My Gay Expose podcast to get to that next best thing. Ronnie Washburn here, and welcome back to the most unorganized and chaotic mess of the podcast world, My Gay Exposé Podcast. And on this week's episode, speaking of chaos, we'll go into all the different things that you can expect in Season 3 of My Gay Exposé Podcast. And you guys, there's so much new So much unscripted, unfiltered, unstructured shit that I will be bringing to you, the listeners. Also, just as a side note, a couple of surprise announcements in regards to things that I have never before done on this show that you will get today in this episode that you'll find in season three moving forward. But we're also going to talk about work what it means to actually put in that hard work to get to this place. And you guys, there's been, like I said before, a couple of downs, a lot of ups, a lot of learning. But at the end of all of it, putting in that work on every single aspect of your entire life and actually sort of finding that now it's coming together full circle really is just one of the most fulfilling, rewarding and I am so grateful and thankful to be in this place right here in this moment and learning as we maneuver through this entire fucked up, messy, deranged, and misguided attempt at living life and being gay in today's society. (laughs) And you'll just find out how every single one of the things that I'm about to talk about on this week's episode somehow, while unrelated subject matter comes together and fits like perfectly, like that elaborate puzzle that you need to put together. And once you do, it's just so fucking satisfying. So let's just hop right in. First of all, some of the work that I've been doing on myself physically is that I've actually for about the past, God, I want to say like At this point, I think it's like month and a half-ish. I've been running and like pushing myself to run, wait for it, 9 to 12 miles per running session at least four days a week. So if you've listened along to this show, you know that I've like always and probably always will struggle With body dysmorphia, almost to an overly obsessive place in my life where like that's constantly the one thing that's almost always on my mind is the fact that I just always feel like my body just will never be what I actually want it to be. And I have to say, scrolling through Instagram, for example, and just seeing all of the thirst traps, all of the naked bodies, showing all of the naked off and just fit people. Everyone's at the gym, perfect bodies. It's just, it really, even though I don't like, I see it, I might like it. I don't necessarily think that that it's healthy for me to actually view all of that shit because it really just subconsciously makes me feel like I am supposed to look like that. And the older I get and the harder it is for me to maintain some of that shit that I see on Instagram, I realized that I actually just have to fucking put in the work. About two months ago, I actually woke up one morning, looked at myself in the mirror shirtless and was just staring at myself. And I was just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why do you let yourself go? I, you guys, was not looking good naked. Like I had gained so much weight to a place where there was actually a belt that I hadn't worn in about six months, pulled it out, tried to put it around my pants and realized that you guys, for the first time in my life, I couldn't even put the belt into the first hole, the first fucking hole. And I used to wear that belt at like the fourth hole. So this was a huge, huge wake up call for me in itself. I think part of the reason why... I've let myself go like that. was like Work was getting just a little bit more demanding. I was drinking a lot more than I probably should have been because work was just so much. And I wasn't working out. I wasn't running. I wasn't doing any of that shit. I was eating terrible because we all know that when you drink and drink and drink, the first thing you want to do is order fucking DoorDash. And the next thing you know, you ordered $50 worth of Taco Bell, which... May or may not have recently happened. <laughs> oh, God. And I just wasn't in a very healthy place. And in turn, mentally, that just really kind of was fucking me up a lot. And there are so many times that I re through episodes of this very show and just remember where my mindset was in that moment and just force the fakeness of myself on the show to try to like trick all of you listeners into thinking that I was somehow so much more happy and so much more focused and so much more on top of my fucking shit and all of it. In reality, I was just feeling a very deep, heavyset case of depression on top of the fact that I am a fucking social butterfly. And I just have to say everything after COVID has just never socially gotten back to what it once was. I... Remember going out all the time, hanging out with friends, partying, having just a fucking blast and meeting different friends for catch-up sessions and just having such a fun time. It's just something I fucking needed big time in my life. And I just wasn't getting any of it. And I just feel like because I had given up on exercise, eating healthy, drinking less, things were just not Working out for me and just standing there staring at myself shirtless in that mirror, just all of that just flashed through my mind. And I just said, Enough! I have got to fucking fix this shit. So, you guys, I fucking did. I stopped eating terrible. I started drinking far less. And truth be told, the more projects I start to get because of this show and the more I drink, the more I come home and pass out instead of actually getting the work done that I'm supposed to be getting done with specific deadlines, etc. And once you announce that you've started a project, there's no going back. I mean, we've all learned based on Running Your Mouth with Ronnie, which we'll get into a little bit later on in this episode, that once you announce it, it is fact. It is law. It must happen. (laughs) And I just... I just couldn't, I just couldn't get some of the work that I was getting done. And I was just finding that the more I drank, the more I wouldn't run, the more I wouldn't work, the more I wouldn't do anything. And the more I just wanted to lay in bed and binge watch fucking Real Housewives of fucking Beverly Hills. And what, what was I doing with my life? It was just, all of it was just so fucking depressing. So I decided to start eating super fucking healthy, which kind of sucks, but it's just, At 41 years of age, something I know I now have to do if I want to fix any of this shit. I cut back on the drinking, not only so that I could run and start exercising more, but also so that I could actually get some of my fucking work done and not stress out about that shit. So yeah, officially, I have been running 9 to 12 miles, four days a week. And you guys, I, no joke, in about a month and a half have dropped about... 17 pounds the last I checked, which it's been a couple weeks. So I've lost so much fucking weight and you can really just start to see everything else in my mind is mentally starting to just check all the fucking boxes. I feel so much better. I feel so much more focused on all of my work, all of everything that I'm bringing to all of it. And going out and socializing is just so much better when you're in this better headspace. And it's just... For me, even though I do continue to struggle with all of this body dysmorphia, knowing that I ran 9 to 12 miles four days a week and checking myself by posting that on my Insta story and just knowing that that's something that I am so proud that I've been able to maintain and accomplish and the fact that I'm actually fitting into some of my other jeans that I haven't been able to wear for a few months now is just so fucking fulfilling, and rewarding in itself. And it is called putting in that work. And speaking of work, just to kind of give you a little bit of an overview, because I have had a floodgate of questions, comments, and concerns, people still not understanding. I actually had a friend who texted me yesterday. And as of this official recording, even though this won't air for a few more days, it is officially Tuesday 2-22-22. And if you are a fan of this show, you know, because I've been advertising it to almost a complete and entire overly obsessive rate, that Running Your Mouth with Ronnie, show number two of this podcast journey was supposed to actually drop today, officially. But I did announce a few weeks back that I went to a couple of meetings. And so long story short, what was actually happening was my Gay Expose podcast was taking off in a really incredible way. And it is so fucking exciting. And I think what happened was I actually got so excited that people were actually loving the show and that it was actually starting to take off and getting that recognition that it deserved. And all of the hard work that I was putting in was finally paying off. So I thought that doing a second show would be the best thing to do because in my mind, I was so focused on the structure of this current show that I I actually thought that like doing interviews wouldn't be something that I could insert into this very show. But like, I wanted to interview people. I am such a social personality that I felt like it was high time to actually start interviewing guests. So I thought, I don't want to put that on this show. I'll do show number two. So around last year, I decided to create the second show, put a lot of time and effort and decided that instead of just like half-assing it and just like not putting a lot of planning into it, I would give it a launch date of about six months so I could sit back and just put all the planning in, create a guest list, get some impressive guests, and just really do something that I was fucking proud of instead of just sort of half-assing my way through that part to 2.0 of this podcast journey. But what ended up happening, you guys, was like super last minute, literally like three, four months ago as I'm in the planning stages and actually scheduling fucking podcast interview sessions to be put on my calendar with specific individuals and or guests. And I have to say, I got a lot of fucking amazing fucking guests on that fucking guest list. I mean, I fucking got like actual sex workers who not only do OnlyFans for a living, but also do actual escort type situations. I got drag queens. I got fucking go-go dancers. I got LGBTQ plus activists within the local community. I got so many exciting guests. I was so fucking excited. But what ended up happening is I went to a meeting because my Gay Exposé podcast was suddenly taking off even more so than you know, four or five months back. Suddenly in the last two months, it just started like the numbers just began to shoot through the roof. And I found myself just overly committing to like, I did my revamp on the website. I announced that I was doing a newsletter. I revamped my, again, in the life of Ronnie blog, I was just doing way too much. And I really was feeling extremely overwhelmed. And I just, I think I just had my misguided focus on getting to that next level so bad that I just wanted to throw all these other fucking things into the basket of the shopping cart and take it to check out. But like, as I approached that checkout line, someone who is in the podcasting world sat me down and basically gave me a reality check and said, listen, your show is just now just before the two-year mark, gaining this momentum that you need to actually put all of your focus and all of your attention on. You don't need all this other shit. You don't need to do all of this other stuff. You just need to focus on continuing to skyrocket to the top with this one show. Fuck all of it. Get rid of it. And you guys, in my stubborn mind, my stubborn mind, I actually just didn't want to do it. I didn't want to give up all of the effort and work that I had put into like creating that second show. But after thinking about it and doing a little bit of soul searching and really just actually coming to terms with the fact that I actually was so fucking overworked and stressed out and keep in mind, I actually have a fucking full-time job away from this writing and podcasting. (laughs) I was just feeling very mentally drained and exhausted. So to... Partner up with my physical new running regimen and focus, I decided to actually officially put running your mouth with Ronnie on hold for the time being and actually cut out some of the fat of little projects here and there that I was working on. And I just have to learn that every single time I get an offer, sometimes for my own well being, that I just have to fucking say no because. I really just need to focus on the quality, not the quantity of things that I can do. I need to focus on the one thing that brought me to this moment. And what is that, you might ask? My Gay Exposé podcast. So on the cusp of cutting out some of the fat and focusing more on this show, we are now approaching the very tail end of season two, about As of this moment, I think we're about eight episodes away to the final, and then I'm going to focus on a complete shift in the direction of where we are in this moment on My Gay Expose podcast based off the feedback, and I'm so excited, you guys, so fucking excited I could fucking explode. So let me just tell you all the things that you should look forward to in season three of my Gay Exposé podcast. But first, before we do that, let me give you just a little bit of a brief overview on what exactly I mean by feedback. So this specific friend who's, again, had the meeting, used to work in the podcast industry professionally and knows the game pretty extensively, He's been kind of holding my hand through this entire journey and giving me his input. And, you know, sometimes I listen and sometimes I don't, which is really just the messy dynamic of who I am as an individual. But like, here's the thing. I will listen if it's something that I feel will, you know, get me to that next level. But if it's something that I love about what I'm doing with my name on it, I can be a fucking stubborn bitch and there have been plenty of times where he's come for me and I've told him to go fuck himself so many times on the show. But in regards to feedback, what he did before I actually had this meeting and you guys, he did the shit behind my fucking back. He reached out to six of his friends who some were have been in and out of the industry. Some are just like friends that are just regular like gay people who potentially could listen to podcasts etc he gave them five specific episodes to review now he never actually told me which episodes they were i'm very curious about this but i did get a list of different things that were given in regards to these people giving feedback on these episodes and the show and you guys unanimously the number 1 thing That most of these guys, almost except for one, I think, agreed upon was they felt that the hot gay goss segment didn't fit. So here is how, if you're new to the show and not in the know, I have been structuring out my show since the beginning. And, you know, we live and we learn and I've almost been at this game for like two years. So I have learned a whole fucking hell of a lot about what works, what doesn't All of it. And I've for sure done my research. But what I have learned is that each episode is a specific topic of conversation. I go into the re-exposé, which is really just any messages that I receive from you, the listeners. Feedback, things that you have to say about it, or maybe some clarification that I felt was needed or that you didn't quite fully understand. And we revisit that in a little segment. And then we hop into the hot gay goss segment. And then we go into the your gay expose segment, which really is your opinion on that topic of conversation for whatever episode it is. And then we get my gay expose, which is the full on bulk and meat of the show. But what these six individuals overwhelmingly agreed upon was that the hot gay goss segment just didn't fit. Doesn't make sense. And as somebody who is just newly being introduced to the show and not following along, they didn't really understand why I was talking about, you know, AIDS, STDs, HIV. And then suddenly we're talking about Britney Spears and her conservatorship, RuPaul's Drag Race. And like, you know, San Francisco City fucking mask restrictions and mandates. Like, people just didn't understand why that piece was there. And I kind of understand what they're saying. And I have to sort of take a step back and realize that not everyone's followed along with this show from the beginning. In fact, it's common podcast knowledge that most people, when they first discover a show, actually start from the most recent episode debuted. So it's no... There's like there's no point in like continuing like some sort of a legacy that doesn't really make sense and just doing something that I guess in my mind I thought made sense but I see the point. And you know, I do have a, one of my friends who actually recently said this before. This was brought to my attention where he was like, "You know, I I I loved it. Like I was I was engaged with it. I was like doing the dishes while I listened and then suddenly you started talking about pop culture and I didn't really get what was happening." But then we started talking about, you know, XYZ topic, whatever. And then I got it and it was like I was back on board. And it's was like, okay, okay, so like I got that from this friend. But then when I found out that this other friend actually pitched this to six other people and unanimously it was agreed upon, I officially decided that from this moment moving forward, there will be no more hot gay gas expose aid segment each and every week and actually one of the points that this guy actually brought to my attention was the fact that like I have veered off the actual structure of the show and I have done episodes such as this where we just go off the rails and just do a full on episode dedicated to that hot gay Goss and like all the episodes that I've done on specifically Britney Spears and like there's so many different things that I could do with this show and honestly the more I think about it the more I realize the more structure there is the more that's just not even fucking me. I am the mere definition of just sheer chaos and you guys uh, that just feels so right. Chaos feels so fucking right for this Show, in fact, speaking of chaos and feedback, I actually had a few individuals reach out because if you follow along with this show, you know that I recently updated my intro introduction, my song intro, whatever the fuck it call. it's called my intro right introduced the show, I changed it, and I kind of wrote something out and like redid it and so basically. Okay, so here, I'll play it really quick so that you can hear it, and then I'll tell you what I'm actually going to talk about. So here is my current and newly revamped intro song. You are now listening to My Gay Exposé podcast, a show that unperfectly describes what it's like. When life has you fucked in the head, while being fucked from behind. I'm Ronnie Washburn, a writer, LGBTQ plus community activist, self-proclaimed messy, loud-mouthed, and somewhat semi-passable podcast host. Popper sommelier, porn star, fluffer in training, and local San Francisco bossy power bottom that just so happens to be on the left of you on your grinder. And this is My Gay Exposé Podcast. So I actually had two specific individuals who told me or wanted to school me on the fact that unperfectly is not a word that it should be imperfectly describes what it's like. Oh my God. Okay. So listen, if you followed along to the entire fucking intro or follow along to this show, you know, the mere definition of this show is that chaos or mess, just hot, hungover, Fucked up last night. I can't even function this morning. Who did I end up going to bed with last night? I don't remember how I got here. Just fucking hot mental mess. Body dysmorphic issues. Total daddy issues. Totally like that VIP member who gets their card stamped every single time that I go visit. That therapist on that little green therapy couch. Just you name the struggle that's me, and that's this fucking show. It is all here. So, the fact that I actually said unperfectly, are you surprised? Do you think that I don't know that unperfectly isn't a fucking word? That's the point. The entire point is that it isn't a word. And do you honestly think that when I actually type that shit out on my fucking, like, computer and saw that little squiggly red line that indicated that it was misspelled or wasn't a fucking word that I didn't know that, I understand that unperfectly isn't a word. So that's the point. That's the whole fucking point. The chaos, the mess, that like unperfectly, unperfectly because it's unperfectly. And honestly... I'm thinking about trademarking that word as an official Ronnie Washburn word that no one can use. It will be the next Paris Hilton's That's Hot. (laughs) But that's, you guys, that's the point. (laughs) The show that unperfectly describes what it's like when life has you fucked in the head while being fucked from behind. It's the whole point. Also, just in case you guys weren't aware as well... Like when I go through the motions of doing that said intro, when I say, and bossy power bottom, it just so happens to be on the left of you on your grinder grid. Also, did you notice that if you're looking at your grinder grid, that nobody can be to the left of you? Again, that's the fucking point. Just messy, doesn't make sense, sheer chaos. That is the definition of my gay expose podcast. So can we please officially lay all of that shit to rest on the new intro? I fucking love it. And I honestly, that's one of the things that I've created that I've never been more happy about. I love it. And it is not going anywhere any time soon. So just forget about that. But back to the feedback. <laughs> So on top of the hot gay goss segment just being completely axed, which officially, as of now, we will be doing. And honestly, I feel a little bit of a sense of relief because there were times where I did struggle to actually find information that I would even want to talk about in regards to what is that hot gay goss. So why not just do a random dedicated episode, you know, each time a hot topic of conversation like that comes up. Why not? Because as we've all discussed so many times on this show, there are no fucking rules in My Gay Expose podcast world. So there's that. So we're doing that different vibe, different structure for season three of My Gay Expose podcast. And there's so much new that I actually haven't yet finalized or confirmed and can't really reveal or talk about just yet. But don't worry. You'll get all of that information coming soon. The third note that was given on feedback is length. Like many of the people who actually listened to multiple episodes said that they felt that the show is actually too long and actually funny enough, the Omarion variant you bitch episode which I actually recorded in a little hotel because I came home and found my roommate face down in his bed with COVID and I freaked out and packed up and went to a hotel and like recorded that episode out of the hotel room because of the dynamic of the situation that specific episode was only 30 minutes long and people actually appreciated that more so clearly just shy of an hour is apparently too long for some. (laughs) Okay, cool. Noted. I don't know whether I'm going to like change that or not, but we'll just have to see how all of that shit plays itself out. But on to what you can expect in regards to what is new for my Gay Expose podcast on season three. So this It's so exciting, you guys. I'm so, 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 so excited for this. So one other piece of feedback that I actually got was that people enjoyed the sex with four gingers social experiment where I actually just literally sought out four specific gingers to have sex with and rated it based on this show. So really, I just did it for this show. So really, it was like I put on like my investigative reporter hat and did some investigative reporter bullshit. And it actually was a huge episode. And people said they actually appreciated the fact that I literally actively did something like physically hooked up with guys on Grindr just to report back on the show for it. So there will be more investigative reporter bullshit moving forward. I actually decided officially to have guests, many of which were going to be on Running Your Mouth with Ronnie. And just fuck it. There's no sense in structure anymore for this show. Clearly, this show is something that you like and appreciate. And I just want to show you what I can be in the midst of sheer chaos without the structure. (laughs) So we're having guests on the show. All of that's being planned out. I'm so fucking excited for that shit too. And we're, I'm focusing on a rebrand for season three. We're officially changing up the look, the vibe, and wait for it. My Gay Exposé Podcast is officially getting a website known as MyGayExposéPodcast.com. That's right, folks. My Gay Expose Podcast dot com is coming so very soon. Probably going to launch simultaneously with the launch of season three, which includes the rebrand, the new look, the new vibe, all of it. Already got the color palette picked out like any proper gay should. We've got Vivid Blue mixed with Hex Grey 75. And that color combination, I just have to say, just sounds like sheer chaos in itself And baby, I couldn't be more happy with that combo. I'm so fucking excited, you guys. There's so much new. Oh, God. Stay tuned for all of that. But the one thing that I'm beyond over the moon excited about for season three of my gay expose podcast, which is something that I have never, ever done before and can't wait to see how all of this shit plays itself out. Because it could go either way. It could be really good. But it can also be really fucking bad. As you know, I openly embrace even the negative comments. All the negative DMs, emails, and all the shit that I get for this show. I open armed welcome. (laughs) Like, Like, I just love it. I eat it up. And honestly, if you were in my mind when I read some of these negative comments and just think the things that I think after I read them, well... We're going to get more of that on season three because, wait for it, I have officially set up a My Gay Exposé podcast hotline. That's right, bitches. You didn't hear me wrong. You can now call in and leave me a voicemail with your questions, comments, or concerns about the show. Whether it be about past episodes, whether it be about me, whether it be about anything that you want me to talk about, or whether it be negative, hateful shit, call in and leave a message. And I will play it live on the show and give you my thoughts and give you just a little taste of what is going on in my head when I see these sad comments But official, guys, oh my God, I'm so excited about this. So I plan on not doing this every week, but doing it sporadically because after all, we're trying to keep it on a little bit more of an unpredictable and chaotic page for the show in season three. So the official My Gay Expose podcast hotline is 415-501-0401. So go ahead. What are you waiting for? Give it a call Now, leave a message and just tell me what you think about me and this show. And again, I welcome any question, comment, or concern from you, the listener. So officially, 415-501-0401. That's 415-501-0401. So call in, leave a message. I'm trying to, like, actually get a bunch of messages kind of accrued up between now and by the time season three launches. And so we'll just have to see how all of that shit plays itself out. So fucking excited. Oh my God, you guys, I can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. Season three coming so fucking soon. And as far as the writer aspect of my life is concerned, I know I actually have pulled most of my past written work down and, Most of it is no longer visible to you, the listeners. But I actually had two blogs from my past. One I took down. One I actually recently had to take down because I had just a little bit of a falling out with my previous graphic designer. And most of the shit was like dated anyways. So I sort of felt that I had evolved so much as an individual based on you know, some of the information that I was writing way back when. And I just decided that I wasn't even really that fucking person or that writer anymore. So I just took most of the posts down, took, took a couple of them and redid them a little bit and kind of changed a few things. And some of those entries have been posted on my current website, RonnieWashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I, Washburn. Dot com, and there you'll find A Gay in the Life of Ronnie, a blog in which I plan on actually continuing to maneuver through this continuous writing journey just to showcase my thoughts a little bit more in depth on, you know, or in word form, basically, in regards to some of the subject matter that we tackle on this very show. And the plan is to kind of make it simultaneous with this brand, which is something I didn't do originally. And so I officially just redid all of that shit and working on that. I announced in the beginning of the year that I was launching a newsletter known as A Gay in the Life of Ronnie, which was really exciting because it was a subscription-based process. And, you know, on the cusp of My Gay Expose podcast taking off and, you know, realizing and understanding that I had to put podcast show number two on hold, I just felt that I rushed into that a little bit too much as well. So I launched the first volume on the newsletter in January and then decided to put that on a little bit of a pause as well to do a little bit better of a revamp and put just a little bit more time and effort on the planning. And that is somehow going to simultaneously correspond with the, again, the life of Ronnie blog itself. So more information on that coming soon. So look out for all of that shit. But the most exciting piece of this writing puzzle that I'm so fucking excited for is my very first book. And you guys, it's just fucking time. I have procrastinated and put this shit off for far too long now. I actually got, for those not in the know, I've talked about this a couple of times in the past on this show. But I got a book deal back Before the pandemic occurred. And it was a conditional book deal from a very small publishing company. And what I learned shortly after the pandemic hit and the company actually went under and my book deal was no more was that I actually agreed to a bunch of shit that would have basically Dixie chicked me. In other words, the company would have made out on the profits and I would have made very, very little. And I think I was just so fucking excited somebody was like wanting to publish some of my work that I just said yes instantly without reading any of the fucking fine print and just signed on the dotted line. And I just was the biggest fucking mistake. And I do feel that it was fate that the pandemic hit and really just showed me that I could. it could have gone so bad and that would have been, a huge bummer, but you guys, I've changed the idea and the premise of my book at least three times since, and I am officially on that path and have started all over again, and I haven't really revealed too much about what's going on in this book, but it is what I'd like to say is loosely based on my life living in the gay city of San Francisco and maneuvering through oh, wait for it, all of those gay walk of shame scenarios so yes i've coined that gay walk of shame phrase and bringing it back from the old blog days and writing a full-on book in a journalesque form known as gay walk of shame loosely based on actual events and i say loosely based because like there are some things that are a little bit embellished and elaborated to make the story just a little bit more interesting so that you can actually see what I'm capable of in regards to writing (laughs) but there are some characters it's a story about a group of friends obviously the ringleader is me but our just entire gay dynamic and hookup culture dating boys all the drama that it brings all of it and I'm so fucking excited you guys it's In the developmental process right now, I've already started and my goal is to have it finished and ready to publish by the end of this year. But what I've learned is not to commit to that because like the second that you do commit to that, that's when you get stressed out. So we'll just see how it plays out. But you guys, Focus officially has been put into the book, Gay Walk of Shame, coming so very soon. And of course, I will keep you all in the loop. A story loosely based on my life and all the mess in between doing those gay walk of shame situations within the beautiful city of San Francisco. And I'm so fucking excited, you guys. So to summarize this entire episode, basically, you take the physical work that I'm putting into my body and my self, which in turn is affecting me so much more in a positive way mentally. And because of that (laughs) possible... Because of that positive outlook on my mental aspect and my work moving forward, so much fun new bullshit is coming to my Gay Expose podcast. I level-headedly decided to abandon a few of the overly ambitious ideas that I had in regards to show number two and newsletters and just way too much that I put on my plate, I just decided to scrape like half of it off and just focus on what is working, what's going to bring me to that next place and what I just want to bring to all of you, the listeners and the world in regards to my entire Ronnie Washburn brand. So stay tuned for all of the new. I'm so excited about everything and I just can't wait to put in so much more work with all of you. Moving forward. So what do we learn today, boys and girls? Ladies and gentlemen, gays and straights, tops or bottoms, gender fluid and non binary, transgender. And questioning, well, I'd like to think we learned a whole hell of a lot, or at least we just learned what it means to actually put in the work on really just every single aspect of your life individually and find them all coming together full circle to create your very own version of my Gay Exposé podcast in all of its sheer chaotic glory. (laughs) And with that, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, give me a five-star rating and place a little review and let me know what you're doing in regards to putting in that work. Follow on Spotify and don't forget to turn on those notifications so that you can catch when of each and every episode of My Gay Exposé podcast right when it drops. And by the way, don't forget, you can actually rate me five stars on Spotify now. It's brand new. Follow on Instagram and Twitter at Exposing My Gay. And if you have something to say that's just a little too much to fit into any social media DM, give me an email at mygayexpose at gmail.com. That's mygayexpose at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out my website, which includes my blog, A Gay in the Life of Ronnie, as well as all of my other written work at RonnieWashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I-Washburn.com. And don't forget the newest piece to the My Gay Exposé podcast puzzle. The new official My Gay Exposé podcast hotline. Give me a call. Leave me a message. Tell me what you think of me and my show at 415 501 4 Zero one. That's 415-501-0401. Five five zero 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 and don't worry, I'll place the hotline number in the notes for this episode so you can reference. And don't forget to join us next week for another messy, salacious, and relatable episode with me exposing my day. I'm Ronnie Washburn, and I will put in that work with you next time. expose has been brought to you by bossy power bottom productions want to know more go to bossypowerbottom.com and find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with bossy power bottom productions